Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouse.com or Spotify and major podcasting platforms to check out our full episodes of Motorcycle Madhouse. Today on your morning news, sad state of affairs, sad state of affairs out of Cleveland, that story coming up. Also, a kinfolk story that we've been following has come to a conclusion. Wait till you see this one. And also, for those that are in the Rolling Thunder, yes, it's coming back with another name. You're going to be looking forward to this one, man. So stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe. You know that over on YouTube. Also on our platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and all the good stuff, man. Hey, before we begin, man, all you guys have been asking me to hashtag, okay? I finally learned what hashtag meant over on Instagram, okay? Guys like me are a little bit older, not into all the cool stuff. Uh, I really don't know what uh, the hashtag about, but I don't know. Hashtag rock on. I, hell, I don't know. Uh, if you guys got suggestions, let me know. We'll uh, it, we'll see what we can do about it. Uh, but uh, right now, you know, with the sad state of affairs, man, let me tell you this one story that's coming out of Cleveland. Pretty bad, man. They think there's sons of anarchy out in that uh, place. Also, Great reviews on uh, the video we just did on YouTube about, so you're a hardcore one percenter motorcycle club. Yeah, I think it was about time it was said, but let's get to the morning news and I'll come back at you at the later end of the program and we'll talk about it a little bit. Probably wondering, I thought Rolling Thunder was over with. Well... It's coming out, Rolling Thunder to return under a new name. This is bad. Uh, I love it. It's badass, man. You know, I think there was some mismanagement with Rolling Thunder. Who knows? That's what I've been hearing. That's what I've been told. Uh, the AMVETs are now taking it over, and you might have heard a couple of their commercials on Motorcycle Madhouse. And, yeah, they are taking it over. We actually had a interview with uh, the national with ambet so check that out that's over on the uh, podcast uh but again it is returning to washington dc on memorial day 2020 uh after f- problems with funding and security in 2019 the founder sent out a letter announcing the end of Roland thunder after 32 years now however however Another organization called AMVETS has taken it over and will continue the event into the 33 uh, year. uh, Rolling to Remember will take place May 22nd through the 24th and will also highlight the issue of veteran suicide. And that has become a huge problem, huge problem. Uh, A lot of the veterans right now, uh, that's what they're talking about is the suicide rate. Uh, Sad state of affairs. Let me tell you uh we need to come together as a nation and start helping these people because they're the ones who put their butts on
on the line for you and I, and it's up to us to return the favor. If they need help, get them help. You know, PTSD is not a joke, and it's not a laughing matter, and they need our support. They fought for you. We need to fight for them. Uh, this year's event will include a blessing of the bikes, candlelight vigil, demonstration, and ride. It starts on Friday, May 22nd at the Lincoln Memorial. The blessing of the bikes will take place at 5 p.m. followed by the candlelight vigil at 9. A demonstration will take place from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the Lincoln Memorial on Saturday, May 23rd with the ride scheduled for Sunday, May 24th. The ride starts at noon and will begin at the Pentagon and end at the National Mall. Events will also take place at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial and the Lincoln Park or the Lincoln Memorial on Sunday. From Rolling to Remember on Twitter, we're excited that the Rolling to Remember will pick up the mantle this Memorial Weekend and give our nation's riders, veterans, supporters, and all patriots a place to heal, roll, and remember. It's going to be bringing awareness to 82,000 soldiers missing in action, U.S. prisoners of war, and veteran suicide. Each day, more than 20 members of the military are lost to suicide. That's atrocious, man. Our government needs to get its act together. Each uh, of these issues have profound uh, impact on members of the military, family members, and survivors. Again, Memorial Day weekend, the AMVETS have taken over Rolling Thunder. Now, let's go to the kinfolk story. This out of the ledger, the Polk motorcycle gang-related shooting man gets 17 years for firing a gun at vehicle carrying family or four. Again, we have covered this one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the author is Susie. And uh, prosecutors were seeking 30 years in prison, but state sentencing guidelines called for Aaron Chad Delaney, 27, to receive a lesser 15-year sentence. So basically, the prosecutors, they wanted to double it up. Barto! And uh, let's see here. In sentencing Delaney, prosecutors argued fired the shots to elevate his status with his brothers in the kinfolk motorcycle club circuit judge keith spato ordered that he should undergo a, a psychological evaluation now for those that don't know the story of this he was uh let's see here convicted back in january and he was uh trying to uh Let's see, he raises standing according to them, and I've talked to uh, some of them guys in the club, and this ain't uh, the case at all. Uh, he faced uh, 15 years, so what I really don't understand, how the hell that they wanted to try to do 30, but that's prosecutors now. Uh, the prosecutors, uh, you know, kept on arguing into the jury. It was all about... Uh, you know, the club, uh, when he testified, he denied being a member of the club with law enforcement officers testified as considered a criminal motorcycle gang. He said the jacket and other items in his car when he was arrested belonged to friends in the club. Delaney testified he was traveling along Havendale Boulevard in Albendale in his Dodge Charger following a group of motorcyclists when a Dodge Durango ripped 
repeatedly swerved into his lane, separating him from the motorcyclist. He said moments after the Durango pulled up next to his car, a window in his charger was shattered, and he said he was be uh, thought he was being uh, shot at. Now it would be interesting because the news did not report if that window was shattered. Very interesting stuff. Uh, I didn't catch that on the last one, so we're gonna check into that again. It'd be real interesting because then there'd be a self-defense uh, type of deal. Let's go out to Cleveland, the one that I was uh, talking to you about. 18 shot, one killed following fight between multiple motorcycle clubs on Cleveland's east side. And I believe this is coming out of the black set uh, because, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, it does announce that. 18 people were shot. Uh, after a large fight broke out among several clubs on the city's east uh, side, uh, it started about 11.30 outside a building on East 93rd Street, Reno and Way Avenues. And let's see here. Officers arrived into the shooting, discovered one person, a 48-year-old man with multiple gunshot wounds. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Cleveland police soon learned that the other shooting victims, 17, had left the area and were driven to area hospitals for treatment. The most seriously injured were taken to Metro Health and Universities. And uh, I guess the club involved this was the Cleveland Lifers Motorcycle uh, Club is where the incident happened. And it don't give us any other information, which, of course, we're going to be uh, tracking down to see who is involved in all this stuff. But that's some SOA stuff right there, man. Uh, wow. This is not good for the motorcycle uh, club scene at all. Of course, you know, we only got the one side of the story from the Cleveland.com. But 18 shot. Oh, my God. Goodness, my goodness, it was like the OK Corral out on that thing, man. And this was an updated uh, story as of 3 8 of 2020 at 10 42 a.m. Well, we're thinking of the victim uh, who passed away and all the victims that, uh, you know, were injured in this, but this isn't good. This isn't good at all. And that's one thing I always talk about is, it, especially when it comes to profiling, when it comes to club rights, biker rights, and like I talked about before, you know, everything centers around the motorcycle clubs and what happens there, you know, fans out to independents, riding clubs, uh, motorcycle rights organizations. It really puts things in a bad light. Now, especially this one, man. It, you know, 18 were shot and one uh, killed. Uh, it's like a mini Waco happening up there. You know, there was nine killed and uh, a lot more injured down in uh, Texas. But this kind of stuff needs to stay out of the news, man. If uh, you're going to get people on your side uh, for profiling issues as well as rights. Sad, man. Sad. That, that's like an OK Corral shooting, man. Uh, what in the heck? What happened to ball bats and chains and knives? No, somebody gets mad at each other now. They just automatically pull. And next thing you know, it's uh, freaking Wyatt Earp and stuff and Doc Holliday going at it. It's just not a good look on the club scene. Hopefully, you know, we can get uh, what happened uh, from the club. 
that would be nice. You know, it was actually nice the other day. If you go on HarleyLiberty.com, you'll see a story where the Outlaws MC up in Canada just came out, gave their side of the story on, uh, I believe it was Operation uh, something up there. I have to take a look at, you know, take a look at it. So I'll get you that information. But they went on uh, the news, told their side of the story, and you could see how amazing everybody reacted to that because they're not used to clubs giving their side of the story. They're always getting what the newspapers put out and, you know, news stations. And I think they just stuck it right back down their throat, man. And that's what I hopefully clubs are going to start doing. You got a huge platform right here. If you want to come on the show with any of the stories that we cover and give your side of the story, we do it unedited. We do not edit it out like freaking these news stations do. What you say is what you get out there. Also, coming up, and this is something that's good uh, for everybody to hear, is we're going to have a member and a representative from the Confederation of Clubs coming on. And the reason why we're going to have him coming on is because I want to dispel all these myths that people have about the Confederation, especially that the one percenters are in control of everything. you got to pay them uh, to be a part of it. The Confederation fights for your rights. And that kind of nonsense is being propagated by people who, one, do not know, two, law enforcement. So how can you say, well, you know, I don't believe in what law enforcement does, but you'll propagate their freaking uh, propaganda around about the Confederation of Clubs. Now, there's all kinds of different, you know, organizations out there. You have the COC, the NCOC. Uh, what is that? Uh, NCOM, you got MRF, I'm part of Motorcycle Rights Foundation. You got ABATE, I'm a part of ABATE Wisconsin. So there's a lot of organizations that you want to join. And actually on my other channel, I did put out there, here's some organizations you really want to join. Now in May, they're going to be having a convention, let's hope so any damn way, with uh, this corona thing going around and it don't affect anything because there's a lot of conventions being shut down right now. A lot of conventions. Uh, so, but what I suggest is you come out to Indianapolis and actually see the clubs. It's open. Come see them. You'll see a lot of different educational seminars going through and you'll meet a lot of good people. And I guarantee You'll change your mind on the propaganda that law enforcement is putting out. And some even independence, man. It is funny how people do not research what they're talking about. It is. One thing I thought a biker was, was they always make sure they know what's going on. They don't let anybody pull any crap on them. They don't let people push crap on them. And they're always, always freaking, uh, uh, how can I say it, careful about what they believe. 
So it's going to be a great interview with that representative from NCOM. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe, pass the channel, help us out with that because God knows we got throttled down. It's like you look at some of these videos, I was like, what the hell happened? Then I go over to my radio station, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, of course, you know, our radio station's always been our wheelhouse any damn way. But uh, give us a share over on YouTube. It will be appreciated. And then again, if you are a club and you want to get freaking, uh, you know, your story out there, then get on here. <laughs>